Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts, and of course, in the studio, we've got all-around cool car guy, builder, Mr. Kobe Miller. What's going on, everyone? And then, of course, we got Hot Rods and Happy Hour financial analyst, the professor himself, Mr. Richard Hoskins. What's happening in New Orleans, Louisiana? That's my kind of town. I tell you what, we got my kind of call-in guest in right now, Mr. Dennis Pittsenbarger. What's going on, bud? Well, you know, just keep on talking about, you know, the, the crazy world that is auctions, you know? I mean, this we... Is- the, ahead, we man. were talking. I mean, we, 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 we can all go down this path. We we were all talking. We were talking off the air, and you know, and I think we really hit on a good thing. You were talking about the satellite, and you know that you want that car. That you want the, you know the car with the fourteen gears in it, and things like that. But this is the thing: the the buyers now they don't want that car. They want over. They want eight speed overdrive. They want yeah. you know, air conditioning, and and like we were talking about. And I'm a Corvette guy from way back. You know, I mean, I, I, you know, I appreciate a nice looking Mopar. I love them all, but I'm a Corvette guy just at heart. And when you see mid year Corvettes, and I'm talking about chassis cam cars, good stuff. And and then and then not to mention, I mean, just gorgeous matching numbers, big block vets. These are six figure cars any day of the week, barely getting in the high eighties, nineties, some even lower than that. And then you have. You know, a 62 Corvette with a different chat. They it is a 62 Corvette body. And a couple of those cars even had reproduction bodies on them. So nothing on it was an original Corvette to begin with. And they're bringing 150, 200 grand for a resto mod. Yeah, and I, and I look at those cars, and I mean, I, I appreciate the amount of work and craftsmanship that goes into it. You can go by. You know, an Art Morrison chassis, Schwartz. You know, there, there's a there's a ton of guys out there that can say a suspension and make the car stop and turn as a lot of people would expect it to. You know, and and using Corvettes as an example, I mean, I, I hate to quote a movie as probably as bad as any '80s '90s movie, but you know, as you know, uh, what, what was that one with Schwarzenegger where he goes and uh, you know, True Lies, where he goes and looks at the C1 and. The guy says, hey, to tell the truth, it doesn't even handle that well, but it's the feeling or the expression that you have inside the car and the way it makes you feel. It's a 58 Corvette. It's not supposed to handle well. <laughs> no, no, they, and they never did. I mean, they did back in 1962 or, you know, before, but the reality is, as you look at those cars, and, yeah, people, I mean, it, it really, again, I always say that, that phrase of peeling back the onion. So is the buyer of that car, the person who's, capable of purchasing that car are they just getting lazy are they getting old are they just tired of you know shifting an m22 or you know whatever it might have in it is it become are we becoming lazy i mean could you ever get tired of shifting a four-speed that's just well i'm never going to get tired of shifting a manual transmission i don't know about you but yeah um, Uh, that's i don't know if you no. Well, what do you guys think? You think that people are getting lazy? No, I don't think they're getting lazy. I just, I just think it's becoming the norm. Like you know, they get out of their daily driver all week long, which was you know a Mercedes or a BMW or whatever it might be, and then when they go to get in their mid-year Corvette or whatever, they want that same creature comforts. I think they're wanting you know AC, tilt wheel. 
you know, the whole kit and caboodle where it just rides like a big marshmallow, and but they look cool doing it. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know if I'm not that old. I don't know if I've ne- I'm ne- I'll never be in that tax bracket, you know. I, I, just, I, <laughs> right? I don't think any of us have to worry about that. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think we're all safe that we're not buying six hundred thousand dollar cars at Barrett. But you know, I I just think that you know it's just it's weird. It's a changing time, you know, and and the, and the auction certainly shows that. I mean, you guys all know I'm a Camaro guy, and they must have had twenty sixty nine Z twenty eight real sixty nine Z twenty eight, and they went from anywhere from seventy to one hundred and fifty, and then you start throwing crazy stuff out there like IROC one LEs. Going for sixty-five grand or whatever it went for, and you know you never really know what the hot topic's going to be there. Well, I think that you guys are certainly hit the head on the nail. It is modern conveniences and modern drivetrain in a classic-looking car, but I don't know. I mean, for me, I'm still the guy that has a traditional small block in his drag car, and it's got you know well over seven hundred lift, and it cackles and spits. And for the money it takes to build a four twenty-one, for me to go in the nines. I could build an LS. It would put me in the sevens, but I don't. I don't want that. I, I want that mechanical, visceral, just just rawness. And I, I maybe I'm. I'm 48 you, years old. I'm not ready to. to do worry you know about why? Do you my, know why you want that? Button. Do you know why, why you want that? Because you were raised right. That's right. That's why. Yeah. You were raised right. I'm with you there. Like, like all I hear I, right now is Lee Greenwood when you're talking. You know, like God bless the yeah. USA. You know. I'm just saying. I'm well, a, I'm yeah, a purist I, I, too. I think you guys are. On the, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm a purist, like just like that. I love, you know, just the normal 350, 383 stroker, 400, whatever you want to make. I like that, but I do like putting the modern fuel injection on it and stuff like that to make it dry. But I still, when I pop a hood, I want to see a motor. I don't want to see a bunch of plastic and a bunch of wiring. That drives me crazy. Well, these guys are building well, a plane. I, I, you don't oh, see well, that. I know but. you don't see them because they fill it up with sheet metal and everything else to hide all that. But it just yeah. I, I just I I just want to see I, I want to see the pure hot rod, whether you call it the you know the three window, the fifty five, whatever you know quintessential hot rod that you think of. I still want to see that survive, but I, I think that you know auctions are certainly changing a lot of what people's perspective of. I mean, there's, you know, we talked about the ha-ha, the drinking game behind Barrett. There's also the other side of that coin, which is everybody's pile of junk is now worth 10 times what they thought it was worth. The Craigslist Cowboys. What'd you call it? The Craigslist Cowboys is what they are. Oh. I've already seen them listed this week. Barrett Jackson had some similar to this. Funny, I didn't see too many 74 Pintos going through Bear Jackson, but okay, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, yeah. well, one Pinto did go for almost 20 grand. I yeah, mean, I, I, I saw that, $18,000. You know, what was it? $18,000. Did it come with 10 well, more? <laughs> Just one, I Richard. Know. I don't know. If, I don't know if that's, I, you know, there's a certain point where even if I had lottery money, I'd have to stop myself and tie my hands to my pants. But, I mean, it's like, it's, like know, it's a book of matches with wheels on it. Do you really need this? <laughs> yeah, I I just, I'd like to see, I you go to like, you know, I guess you'd call them lower end auctions. That, you know, the local ones or, you know, little, you know, hot rod places. They'll get together and have, you know, charity auctions or something like that. 
I don't know, man. It's it, it's a dangerous world meant for people with lots of zeros in the checkbook. And you know, I I I don't know. I I think that we've all watched the Hemis go through a huge peak and then drop off. We've watched Vets go through a huge peak and then drop off. Who knows what the next thing might be? I mean, I'm hoping we'll all live long enough to go. Hey, remember that? You know, the the Dodge Demon or the you know the the ZL1 Camaro that's getting ridiculous money that you used to be able to buy on a used car lot for thirty five grand. Well, and that's the thing. Do you think? Do you see a Dodge Demon doing those numbers? Um. Well, you know that's that's a that's a two headed snake of a question. I think that if someone can buy a Dodge Demon, put it in a glass box and put it in a, the back of his warehouse for 25 years, it'll probably be a lot of money. Now, I'd be the first one to want to hit you over the head with a hammer for not for buying a car like that and not taking it to the drag strip and beating the life out of it. Um, I, I don't believe in I don't believe in showroom cars. I don't believe in doily cars. I don't believe in collector cars. If I had the money, you know, I mean, hey, uh, you better believe I buy lottery tickets and every car I'd ever buy if I ever hit the one. Would I'd have a fleet of fun cars, but every one of them would probably have you know worn out clutches and need oil changes and you know bad, <laughs> you know burn out this and bald tires and you know rubber and, on and, the corner panels. Oh yeah, I mean there'd be rubber all over the quarters. I mean you got you got guys like JF who built that car that won the the Riddler and that Riviera, and that's a guy I love because he took a car that was truly uh, well into the six figures car at, at a Barrett, and he took it out and did Optima Streetcar Challenge and it beats the life out of it. There's only a few of the guys out there that'll do that. I mean, I. It takes a brave man. If you had your ultimate car, if you had, if each one of you guys had your ultimate car, what would you do? Would you, would you sit and wipe it with a diaper on a doiler, or would you go out and beat the life out of it? Can I do a little of both? Yeah, you can I, wipe the, it after the, you're done working on it. The Optima Streetcar Challenge freaks me out a little bit. I tell you what, we're all out of time. Already? We're already. Oh. And we get going all good, right. and we got to stop again. I tell you what, Dennis, I want I want to thank you so much for calling in, man. I always love having you on the air, and I can't wait to catch up with you and hear about all the good stuff you're working on and definitely keep my eyes peeled for that. All right. Well, thanks, guys. As always, I appreciate it. As you know, you put a bunch of car guys in a room, we'll talk forever. Until right. the next time, guys, all the best. All right, See you later, brother. Take, Take care, Dennis. Dennis. Have a good one, man. All right, guys, stay tuned. we got a lot more Hot Rods and Happy Hour headed your way. Right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hours. This is Rob Pitts, and of course, in the studio, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours financial analyst slash numbers guru, Mr. Richard Hoskins. In honor of our awesome call-in guest, what's going on to everybody up in Portland, Oregon? That's right. Of course, we got Hot Rods and Happy Hours legal counsel slash all-around cool car guy, Mr. Kobe Miller. What's going on, everyone? I want to tell you something. Oh, Dennis. I love having Dennis on the air. It's he fun, was, dude. He was a fun guy. Dennis is probably one of the most fun car people you will ever party with. He is the man. I like he is talking to him between segments. Yes. Those, those, <laughs> the, that's the thing that the listeners really miss out on. And, and that's, that's, that's the fun thing. Dennis is just, he's real. That's he's, what I like he's about real. him. He's real. He's a real car guy. And there's a few of them out there, but very few. And he's he's the real deal. I love it. I always love talking to my buddy Dennis. But you know, we're talking about Barrett Jackson and the auctions. And you know, the eighties cars and Dennis touched on it and you were talking about some Fox Body Mustang stuff. Yes. 
I know everybody out there that was watching Barrett Jackson, and I was, me and Richard were texting back and forth, and when the when that ninety three fox body cobra come across the block, that's the one with like twenty one miles on it or something. No, it had five hundred and sixty something miles on it, but it went for a hundred and thirty six thousand dollars. That blew my mind. Me and Richard were going back. For, Richard's like, there's no way. I'm like, Richard, it's on right now, and I'm sending him screenshots, <laughs> shooting it to him, and he's like, what? I'm like, yeah. I got back up. I was in bed. I had a little <laughs> bit of De- Dennis Pittsburgh syndrome after that first night of watching. Uh, so I, I called her tonight, and I woke back up because my phone kept going off. I said, there is no way. But uh, it, ooh, it happened. But I think a lot of it is these were the guys that are buying these cars. These were their dream cars growing up. They exactly. wanted it. And now they have the money to buy it and big money to buy these cars. Uh, I always knew. The, I mean, the Cobra R is going to always. I didn't realize the man that, that started Google was going to buy one, but you know <laughs> what I'm saying. I said, like, literally, when it come on the block, I'm sending Richard pictures of when, when I was in my early 20s, I had a 93 Cobra. And I'm sending them pictures of it. And I'm like, the next day I call my cousin, you know, because that was like, I got one. He didn't get one. And I was like, why did I ever sell this thing? I could have sold it for $136,000. Yeah, 30 no, years later. I know, but I couldn't have. I mean, it was, mine was blue, but that one, I mean, but still, that, well, that it's like, just blew my mind. Well, this is the thing with this. I, it's like the, the toys, the toy collector guys that keep them in the package. Who does that? Who has a 93 Cobra and doesn't put a set of Flowmasters on it? Right. I mean, this one, uh, yeah. And, and an off-road H-pipe. And a 373 gear. Exactly. <laughs> and a Cobra intake if you don't already have one. And a BBK cold air pipe. Yeah. 75-millimeter throttle body, 120 directors, you know. Shifter. Yeah, it's just, you know, everything that I don't was just want said. That's a 93 cobra- Mustang with second and third gear in it. Okay? Right, right. I don't want that in my life. I had a couple of 5.0 Mustangs, and I assure you they are not six-figure cars today. No. No. If they even exist today, which they probably don't. No. I beat the little There's crap a, out of them. That's what I was just telling you. Like her. our friend Dennis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, just beat the snot out of them. But me and, well, we were outside talking just a little bit ago during break, and there's a good buddy of mine here in, well, he's in Traveler's Rest, but... He has 11 Fox bodies right now, and he can, every one that he sees pop up on Craigslist, offer up, whatever, he's just buying them. And I'm like, Benny, I'm a, I love Fox body Mustangs, but now this was up until Barrett Jackson. I was like, you're kind of wasting your money, but now I don't know if he really is. Nah, they're gonna, they're taking off, and it's because of people like us, uh, you know, in many cases, uh, I can't speak firsthand, but, uh, a lot of the people that are in their 40s now that dreamed of owning these cars when they were new but couldn't have a little better financial means today than they did. And there's this nostalgia, and that's a lot of what old cars are. Yeah, that's you're probably right. I think that's also why you're seeing the imports going crazy. It is. By the really yeah. clean actors and things like that. Yeah. You either had one or you wished you had one. I don't know. I've never wished I wanted a Honda. There was a Honda's used to be cool. Matter of fact, on I think it was, I think it was Thursday's Barrett Jackson, right? You know, right at the beginning, you know, when it's coming in, they had an Acura on there. Uh, I'm not really up on the whole import scene. It's an Acura Type R, R Type R. Yeah. I was gonna say R Type, but Type R. 
that thing went for like it was white, you know. It was a clean car, but it went for almost thirty thousand dollars. If it was white, it was probably a '97 champion white championship white. Uh, was the first year they brought them to the United States, and honestly, if it only brought thirty grand, it probably wasn't even very nice. They're well, going for fifty. It now. is. It is Thursday. That blows. Well, that's mind. also true. You know, yeah. but it's. A- an Acura Integra. They're special yeah. cars. Um, it I, had to be very special. Exactly. The Type R was a cool car. Really. That uh, for for a. I mean, I wouldn't pay that for one. Vin <laughs> Diesel would have to be in the hatch for me to give fifty grand. And Paul Walker too, <laughs> for me to give fifty grand. Have a little urn. <laughs> wow. Not well done, Paul Walker, but regular Paul Walker. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, that's, I mean, it just blows my mind. I guess it's just different, you know, because I'm old school. Like, I see a Chevelle. I see 70 Chevelles bringing less money than a Acura Integra. Wrap your mind around that, people. I know, man. It's a different time. I'm talking about cats and dogs getting along. This is just not right. i tell you what else ain't right. See, damn commercial breaks. Already again? Every time. Guys, stay tuned. That's what she said. Guys, stay tuned. We got a lot more Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Head your way. Right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Of course, in the studio, we got the professor himself, Mr. Richard Huskins. What's going on, Milwaukee, Wisconsin? And, of course, we got all-around cool car guys slash Hot Rods and Happy Hour's legal counsel, Kobe Miller. What's going on, everyone? So we're talking about the Bear Jackson auction. And now I had to take a blood pressure pill because it was freaking me out about accurate integras. I stutter when I say it, <laughs> bringing more money than big block Chevelles. <laughs> There's so much wrong in that statement. Your right brain there. just won't do it. It's just like, <laughs> I can't do it. You know, tick. It, it is. I mean, I mean, that's just, it just ain't right. It ain't right. And I, it all started a, with him not letting the Fonz wear that damn jacket. And then it was, and then it's just been progressively downhill ever, ever since. Yep. And I'm, I'm with you because I'm not an import guy. I've, I've never owned an import car. I mean, you know, I Nissan like SUV or something. But mini trucks don't count. Yeah, exactly. But when it comes into America. the the whole America. import car, I've never owned a import car. I could never get into them. I, they just the Bumblebee thing just never did it anything for me. I had a 91 Honda Prelude SI, and I loved that car. I really did. I bought it to keep miles off my Mustang back in my not-really-legal racing days, and it was like my beater, but I really I liked it just as much as the Mustang. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't as fast. It's okay to like things. It's okay to like things. Hondas from the late 80s to early 2000s, they really did make some awesome cars. They made good running cars. They did, and they made fun cars. They did. Now, the only... Now, you know me. My first wife had a 91 Prelude. I just thought about it. It was blue. Really? Mine was red. Yeah, yeah. Hers was blue. It sucked. It didn't suck. It was a cool car. I did always like the, the way the Honda CRXs looked. I did like the way they look. Never owned one, but I did like the way they look. Well, you guys don't want to see what a nice one of those is bringing these days. Crazy money. <laughs> That's insane. Like, like it's just it's it's like wake me up from this nightmare. I <laughs> built I built one for a guy back in early two thousands. Uh, Darren, he's from around here, and I just happened to see it back in the fall, 
and it still looks the same as when I did it in the early 2000s. And he said he's been offered almost $60,000 for a Honda CRX, and he wouldn't sell it. Yeah, I would have been without Honda CRX. Yeah, I saw re- uh, this a few months, but I'm bringing a trailer, a real nice, low, low mileage uh, CRX SI bone stock, sold for like thirty two or something. Uh, That's insane. I mean, if you really like CRXs, I mean, what are you gonna do with that? I don't know. I, I wondered that too. Like, the only thing I would do with it is make it a daily driver. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna like. Put it on blocks and pull it out during show season or something. You uh, see that right there? That's my Honda. Yeah, the only thing that I can see doing is changing the fluids and driving the thing. But then you killed the value. You, you, yeah, yeah, you, you're not getting your money back. Now you don't have a low mileage CRX, you just have a CRX. Right, you just have an old CRX. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be a labor of love, but these guys are out there I buying mean, them. It's like you and the guy from, from the video rental place. You know, are the only two people in the world that have one. The old blockbuster guy. <laughs> but yours is nicer. <laughs> <laughs> but I bought mine on Brick a Trailer. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I know man. you only paid $400 for yours. <laughs> you see that? Yeah. It's a classic. I just, I can't do it, man. I can't get down like that. It's a thing, man. And, like, if you weren't into them then, you're not going to suddenly. Yeah, so was it. meth. We yeah. ain't talking about that. Is well, there... you know, you think about, like, you and I, and Kobe's a couple years older than us. When we were in high school, we wanted Mustangs. That's what you and I got. The other side of the spectrum, people wanted Integra-type R's. Well, those people are computer nerds, probably, for the most part, and they're all working IT now, and they can drop 50 grand on a Acura Integra. You know... If my neighbor was a car guy and he showed me his pride and joy, and it was an in- if it started with ack, <laughs> I would I would laugh at him. I would say that's cute. That's cute. That's uh, cute that you bought your wife a collector car. I'm just showing both sides of the coin. Uh, I don't. Dude, man, it ain't me. Uh, no, no, you like playing devil's advocate over there yeah. or something. Well, I drive a Dodge Murata, so I mean, <laughs> I can't talk too much trash. Oh, <laughs> I, I. I you know, I was thinking about it the other day. The perfect car for you. What you need. The perfect collector car for the professor. I'm almost afraid to hear this. I want to know what this is. The perfect collector car. And even even, even budget-friendly collector car. And it's not a C4 Corvette. Okay. Cadillac Elante. Oh, and mine Elante. Yeah. Could and- you see the Elante and the XTS beside each other? Yeah, I, I could. Uh, and you know that I want another Cadillac. But also, one reason I'm not seeking out another Cadillac is I made a promise on this show that if I buy another Cadillac, that I will get a Cadillac tattoo on my body. And I don't really want to do that, but I am a man of my word. So if it does end up happening, I will be getting a Cadillac tattoo. Well, we're doing, we will be there live. We're having a GoFundMe page starting right after the show. That would be epic. Don't do that. Yes. <laughs> Just, we're going to buy Richard another Cadillac. And get a, he's and getting a back getting piece. Him, he's going to get the tat done in the studio. A back piece. A back piece. <laughs> Don't do that. Yes. Go fund me. Uh-uh. I think we need to set that up. Yes, I think Excuse we me. Excuse me as I fire up the old interwebs. Oh, goodness. No. Let, me get, let me get the America Online started. <laughs> no, my, my thought was... 
buying these budget old cars was flip one, make a little money, flip it, make a little money, and then work into like a C4 or an Elante. That hasn't really worked out quite the way that I'd hoped. So <laughs> I think I'm just going to start putting money in a savings account and uh, may end up with one then. That's a good That's a good way. Yeah, doing yeah. it off the cars, no, it's not working. It's not working. You, My car's in the shop right now. You know, the whole, like you're saying, the whole flipping thing, you know, and I think when it comes to the whole flipping thing, the cars really, and I'm not not knocking you for having a low-budget flip, but most of your low-budget flips never work out. They really don't. <laughs> yeah, I, no. I, I think you got to, I think there's a line there of like, you know, 10 grand that you have to start out with because you get that quality of a car. You know, you're getting a $15,000 car for about 10 after you negotiate and you can sell it for fifteen and make a couple thousand dollars, but on a three or four thousand dollar car, that is three or four thousand dollars. There's no room there to really progress. Yeah, I've noticed that, Kobe. Well, just thanks for <laughs> stating that. I just figured I'd be your financial guru I here. I appreciate you pointing that out to me. <laughs> Excuse me, while I go. Know, the bank bring the bank. The bank is like ten percent, you know, uh, on your return investment, you know, type deal. I wish. <laughs> no, I'm, just I'm just kidding, but you know. <laughs> oh, but I just thought that would be a good one. That, that actually hit me the other day while I was in the shower, which is weird that. that I'm thinking about you in another car while I'm in the shower. But you know what I'm saying. That means a lot to me, man. Hey, stud. But <laughs> yeah, all right. So, what's some of your favorites that went through? Mine. There would probably be three. Of course, that Fox Body Mustang, just because I'm a fan of Mustangs, and I that was just a beautiful car, even though never been molested, never been touched. Huge money car. Second was probably the – there was a an old Willys sport wagon that went across. It was like a, a military-style Jeep, but – they resto mod it, and it was very nice, full wheel drive. It was green, wood grain sides, you know, and so it was a Jeepster, Willie's yeah, Jeepster, yeah, like the Jeepster, but the, and it was very clean, very classy. I liked it, and that's an odd vehicle to like, but I liked the way it looked because they went out of the box. They did a roof rack on it. They they kind of made it safari ish, kinda, but it still looked very clean the way they did it. And third was. There was a gorgeous 57 Chevrolet pickup truck that went across the block. There were several good there looking was. five. That's one right there that I want to go into the next segment with is talking about the trucks. Yes. Trucks are insane. I couldn't believe the price of how from last year to this year, the full wheel drive market took it's off blown like a, up. Like a, a rocket. Is blown insane. I mean, just going crazy. Blazers, Broncos, yep, Scouts, anything four wheel drive, drive, anything. I was scared. I was scared they're gonna drive a Subaru Brat across there. It's gonna bring a hundred <laughs> grand. <laughs> it's always next. The year. only one that and Dennis I, talked about the drinking game. I would take the ball and bust it over my own head. <laughs> that is a drinking game. <laughs> oh man, I tell you what will drive you to drink is these commercial breaks, guys. Stay tuned. We got more hot rods and happy hour headed your way. Right here on 106.3 WORD. 
right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts, your automotive host with the most. And of course, as always, we got Hot Rods and Happy Hour financial analyst slash numbers guru, the professor himself, Richard Hoskins. What's going on, Tempe, Arizona? And of course, we got Hot Rods and Happy Hour legal counsel and all around cool car guy, Mr. Kobe Miller. What's going on, everyone? You know, we're talking about Bear Jackson auction. And, you know, in the last segment, before or after we were talking about Hondas <laughs> in the auction scene, Hondas, <laughs> you drive to the auction in a Honda that you got from the rental car place because you flew in and you drive to the auction in a Honda to buy a Chevelle. You do not drive to the auction in a Honda to buy a damn Honda. That's what you're, it's, it just ain't right. It's just not right. Richard's over here, like blushing and laughing and smiling, and because because he knows I'm right. That's he loves why. he loves Hondas. I mean, I like them. Well, I used to like them. Yeah, you still do. Yeah, but then I grew up, and you still like them. You do. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> all right. He goes to Honda. I'll tell you something. We all like though is trucks and the four wheel drive yes. trucks. They're going crazy now. Oh my lord, are they? Four-wheel drive used to be, like, the death blow at auctions. Like everybody wants, and still, I mean, we still do want the slam down, big motor, all that. You know, I mean, literally, Broncos, there's people taking the four-wheel drive out of them. But maybe we'll they probably see an be. end of that trend. That, yes. is, that trend has set sail because now. Do you think the popularity of the four-wheel drives is because the Jeeps were the new ones? Have become so popular that it's brought attention to the classics. Uh, I don't th- necessarily think that. I just think people with the whole full drive thing is now that I say that now they're not referring all full drives as a redneck mud buggy. These people are taking these super clean Blazers, Broncos, Scouts, everything. They're show quality trucks. And they're driving them on the streets now. Now, they're kind of like, you know, you were with your Jeep. If the wheel gets dusty, they're armor on it. That's what they're doing with these things. But they're super, super clean. They're and they classic look, ball crawlers. Exactly. <laughs> or what we refer to them as concrete beauties. They were mall crawlers for being a mall crawler. It was cool. They're mall crawlers before there was a mall. <laughs> but I like them. How about the Blazer with the with the uh, twenty four valve Cummins in it? That was awesome. And it didn't bring that much though. Now, now you start throwing diesel four wheel drive, they like yeah. I that's, mean, it brought like sixty grand, but I mean, that's a driver. Like, that's not a perfect original. It was a nice looking truck. Well, though. yeah, I mean, it was the, an awesome uh, truck. Just, but that, how about just the trucks in general? C tens went nuts, yeah. dude. I want to tell you something. Short bed, big wheels. End of the day. Yep. Killed it every time. Yep, every single one of them. I don't think one truck went through there that I didn't think brought crazy money. It's a good year to be Rob Pitts. I'm, I'm telling like, you. Yeah, that was like that. A, no, 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 it's not because I still got it. That's what I'm saying. I should be in Scottsdale <laughs> driving a Honda no, no, you because be I sold my Sierra Grande. You need to get two Integra Type R's for what that truck is worth. No, we should be putting it. We should be. We should be putting it on the list to go to West Palm Beach. Oh, I'm going to Palm Beach. Oh, I'm going I'm, to Palm Beach. I'm going myself. to Palm Beach. Yeah. We need to go to Palm Beach yep. I've been. for a couple of reasons. One, I got a good friend down there that uh, runs a t-shirt company that I'm talking to, and and, and the, the, you know I want to see him. But I want to go to Palm Beach. 
And now this is the thing. And I know what's going to happen. As soon as I can sign my truck, C-10s are going to bottom out. <laughs> and if, I want to tell you no, something. If I, if I accurate integral brings more than my, C, my big block C-10. kill somebody. <laughs> I, would, I would probably just, I'd go up on stage like just, I don't know. It would I'll, be bad. What I'll do, I'll, if, if it happens that way, I'll buy it back for just you. Just buy it out. I'll buy it out for you and buy well, it I mean, back. That's, that's horrible, though. You know what I mean? And, and, Ugh, I think you're going to peak the market if you ever sell that thing. Like, I think it'll be immediately after the gavel drops on yours that then the market's going to fall off. It'll be like, you're welcome. Yeah, like you hit, bang. Like, all right, that's it. It is the peak truck. It's the unicorn. I mean, it is. There, I, I can be wrong, and I don't want to make anyone angry when I say this, but I can't think of a more valuable C10 truck than yours. Well, it's like what the guy said. He said it was the unicorn, so everybody's heard of it, but nobody's never seen one. And we have one. It's black with blue houndstooth. It had air conditioning and a big block from the factory. I mean, it, dual exhaust, every option. Yeah, but that's the thing that's crazy. But, but I mean, these trucks are bringing crazy money now, though. And I mean, that's the thing. I mean, and it's not just the big block trucks. It's the small block trucks. It's the rotted trucks. It's, it's just trucks in general. Step sides. Hell, hell, there was a long bed, Paul Paul truck that brought twenty five thousand dollars as long yeah. as they run well yeah. even even like the the 67 68 69 you know c10 there was several four-wheel drive long beds that went across there that brought in the 30s and 40s no no it's a little bit different now with, with the long yeah bed. i know with with the the drive. Drive. yeah you but can I'm get saying, away with easier but they're yeah. bringing 30 and forty thousand dollars, and they they were so so i mean they weren't you know the best looking trucks in the world but they were uh, they were bringing some big money. I'll tell you something else I noticed. You notice you see more and more spray on bed liners. Yes. Yeah, I don't like I've that. noticed that. You're, you're seeing I, less wood beds and more spray on bed liners. Uh, They're man. cutting corners. I, I do not like spraying bed liners. You're not going to use that as a truck. Yeah. And well, to my th- this is my thing with spraying bed liner in a classic truck. I don't think it belongs personally. No, no. you're not going to throw a couple of sheets of plywood into your $75,000 C10 that you just bought. Therefore, why would you not detail the bed to the same degree that the rest of the truck is? Kind of me there, you know? Uh, he, you're, you're not going to be hauling mulch back there. Right, exactly. It's, it's, it's just for looks. Yep. It's, it's not, just for looks. not really a truck. No. <laughs> and, I, and I think that's a lot of it. So I've asked Kobe, Richard, what were some of your favorites? I got to tell you, man, that six-pack green Cuda, that thing had me going. How about um, the Mopars? They fell off, dude. Yeah, they did. I mean, like we talked about earlier, that car sold for $100,000. That would have been more than twice that 10 years ago. That's insane. Um, I loved that Buick Turbo T. Uh, that, that was a gorgeous car. Yeah, and I it was about that cool because it wasn't a Grand National. Like, I mean, I love Grand Nationals. Please, no one take that the wrong way. I would sell my soul for a Grand National. But just seeing or a uh, CRX, I'm gonna go with Grand National. But yeah, um, that Buick was that I think was, it was amazing, immaculate. But the thing is, you got '80s cars bringing this, but then you got like that full 42 W30. Yeah, just dead, dead in the water. Um, I mean, I just you know what I'm saying, and I see the value in the in the in the Buick and the, in the Grand National and all that. I understand that, but I mean that just blows my mind. What yeah. was your next car? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, there was a Gallardo that went through, and I just really, really want one of those. So uh, I think it was blue, like that cool blue color. And uh, they had a silver one go through for sixty grand. Oh man, stop it! 
I want one. They didn't say the miles. Uh, I'd be happy to be willing to bet if the miles were high on it. Uh, they're not, and that's the thing with exotics is they're not at a point where I can even anywhere close to afford one. But the problem is they're never going to get there. Like exotics drop to a certain point and then just shoot back up. So uh, that's just another dream that continues on. Oh, you will get there. The you bid goes there. on in my heart. I did. In your heart. I know getting off of trucks and stuff real, real quick, but I did notice like a lot of your BMWs and Mercedes and like you were saying, Jaguars, they were down this year a lot. Yeah. I, everything other than four-wheel drive trucks yeah, was down. And late model muscle and yeah. resto mods were all off. Exactly. It, it was like there was a Mercedes, a really high-end Mercedes come through, and it, it didn't go for nothing. Yeah. yeah. Nothing drops like a rock like luxury cars. Yeah. That's but, true. That's but what true. hurt my feeling the most, though, and it was a charity truck, was the the Raptor that Kurt Busch built. Yeah, it went for one hundred and fifty grand. Yeah, still that good Raptor money. is a hundred grand by itself. Yeah, but Kurt Busch, Kurt Busch owned it, so that's got to hurt the value a little bit. Kobe, we all have time, buddy. Already, we can't cry. We can't cry about Kurt Busch or his Raptor. Uh, I'm telling you. Guys, I want to thank everybody for playing along. You've been listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour right here on 106.3 WORD. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.